Another year's gone by. I'm so glad you're with me. The way you lift me up with the love you give me. It's good to know that you'll be mine when days are blue. Welcome to the Orange is the New Black podcast. We're talking season three, episode 11, and we can be heroes. You're going to get us in trouble. Nah, that didn't sound anything like it. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't think we're in trouble. Uh, I'm Rob Southgate. I'm Martha Southgate. I'm Meg Haas. All right. Meg, do you have a description of this one? Yep. Uh, uh, Caputo and Piper confront labor issues. A miracle occurs in Norma's group, and Crazy Eyes Erotica winds up in the hands of the staff. Yes, it does, and it is brilliant. Okay. You know, here's what's funny. Now, we've watched this episode, and we're not going to spoil anything, but we watched the next episode. Mm-hmm. So much really kind of happens in these that this episode feels like a year ago yes. to me. And, yes, and they don't, does. And they don't actually, there are quite a few scenes here that they don't refer back to in the right. next episodes. So. Right, and, and, and the thing is, it's great. It's standalone, but it's just, it's so funny when you were reading the description, I'm like, that just happened. It feels like forever ago. Mm-hmm. I, I watched it before, and then I rewatched it for this, and then I like went over it again this morning, and I still can't wrap my head around it because it just does. It feels like I watched it a year ago. Yeah, yeah. It's All a right. great episode, though. It is. It <laughs> I is. say we. I say we just jump right in with Let's Caputo. I can't get the image of the first scene out oh, of my head, yeah. and I would really, really like to. That's why we're starting there. Um, Caputo first, and Fig doing the wild thing. I, I thought it was a flashback, and then I'm like, wait, they never nope, did that? that? Yeah, no, that, this is a, oh. an ongoing Tuesday affair. Yes. And the I wrote, is, in my just, notes, I wrote, ew, gross. It's so disturbing in the best way. Like, if it was yes. if it was anything that wasn't disturbing, it wouldn't be Caputo and Fig. Exactly. Right. Like, it, if, you had any, if you had any other reaction of them on screen together besides, ew, it wouldn't be right. Like, you just needed that, that's disturbing feeling. And I love the While fact watching that it, because it's hilarious. Yeah, and I love the fact that they still hate each other. Because if they it's had, great. If they had so turned funny. it into, like, Oh, honey. Oh, yeah. Okay. You know, like they will never be a couple. No. But no. the fact they that they are other. so disgusted by what they're doing and they <laughs> hate each other. I, I love that. How it they makes fair. it all the better. How they finish it, both of them are like, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> like they just ate hair. Like, oh, God. Oh, I can't get out. <laughs> it was uh, so great. So, oh. okay. So then we get his backstory, and we find what? out a little bit about why he makes the choices he makes now, I didn't and expect, the decisions he makes. I didn't expect this. I didn't expect to get a Caputo backstory. Like, you know, you always wonder, like, oh, what's the backstory going to be? For some reason, I never thought we'd really get one from him. I thought we got his outside oh. story with side boob, and that would be it. I didn't really expect it, but I have a lot, lot more respect for him now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't, yeah. It's, like, so much respect. Like, at first, I was like, oh, he's just so annoying. And then throughout the season, I'm like, wow, that was a turnaround. I really respect this guy. Yeah, well, they've really fleshed him out. And I mean, if you think back yeah. to the first season, he was just the guy that was, you know, taking care of himself when the inmates would walk out. And you're like, yeah. ew, he's just this gross <laughs> dude. And now you go, wait a minute. 
there's a whole life behind this guy. Well, mm-hmm. and and, uh, and a reason for the mustache. And the choices that he makes continuously when we go, oh my gosh, Caputo, stop! You know, like we realize now he he just it's like part of his DNA to be the good guy, like to help people and to put yeah. himself last, and and so he does it throughout. Um, you know, with the uh, his with his girlfriend or his wife or whoever she was that was um, Lisa. Did they ever marry? Yeah, they married. I think they got yeah, they married, got married after. Married. Yeah, but right, he after. was. They were dating. You know, they were boyfriend and girlfriend, and she got pregnant from his bandmate Hank, and he decided not to go on this big tour to stay back and and take care of her and the baby, and. And the tour did pretty good. Oh, like, my gosh. He yeah, would have band, changed his life. The band got bigger. He ended up having to take a job in corrections. Uh, and it just it's everything that brought him to this point. And it sucks. Yeah. And then she leaves him. For, for him. For, for the, the guy. guy. For, but you know what? That's so typical. And, it, you know, it's like I always say no good deed goes unpunished. But but it's. I mean, like fostering kittens. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um but, you know, you just, there are just people who have to do the right thing no matter what. And mm-hmm. and it and it hurts them. And they spend their lives um, struggling because of it. And he's one and of those And he's people. kind of, I don't know if he could even be like a big rock star in his personality. He, right. he can really do this prison thing. He can really run a prison. And we're, we're realizing that he's just not on top. Right. So that's why he can't. He, he just can't function with everybody messing up above him. But if he was the CEO mm-hmm. or, you know, or, or the, warden. the warden or, yeah, but you know what? The warden isn't getting, Danny doesn't have any power and he's essentially the warden. Yeah. But, Danny's not the warden. He's the director of human activity. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> we don't call it that. They don't, they yeah. don't, I'm the warden, but we don't call it that. But they don't have a warden because a warden isn't, yeah. the warden deals with the governor. Okay. In mm-hmm. this case, they're dealing with, with a CEO, board yeah, and uh-huh. all that. So really, he's just become a very squishy bit of manage- middle management. Mm-hmm. If it was more traditional, if he was in the role, even not even as warden, but the role that Fig had, and he had a, a, a warden that was letting him do his stuff, yeah. he would probably be pretty good at his he job. He would be awesome at it. He's good with the inmates. He's fair. He's He's... On top of things, he truly wants it to be a better environment, right? And he and doesn't yeah. want them to live in a in decay and all the other things that they're you know. He doesn't want them eating this. He doesn't want them not functioning. You know, like he wants he it, wants he wants trained guards. Yes, too. you know. So I don't. I, I he is a he would be a very good leader in terms of yeah. of leading the. The prison, prison but, environment, yeah. but no, he wasn't. He's not a rock star. He wasn't meant to be a rock star. But, but the fact that I don't know, he's, he's got the hair. He's watching somebody else live his life yeah. with his child. He raised the baby, and then yeah, she he, took the baby, and and it's just like, well, it's not yours anyway. It's like, oh, I mean, just painful, yeah, painful, yeah. and um, so so they're um. Where do we even go with this? Well, so, I mean, just wrapping up Caputo's backstory. I mean, so he he goes into corrections. She leaves. She goes off with this guy, and 
pretty much when we started. We see him in the prison with his mentor. And Rosa. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and and Rosa. Rosa. That was awesome. That was an opportunity that they had and they took, and it was amazing. It was amazing, yes. I loved it. And and he, you can see, even when he's a rookie, he's a smart enough guy. Like, he's in tune with what's going on there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Whereas, like, these other rookies that are in there, uh, no. (laughs) I wouldn't hire him to work by 7-Eleven at midnight you know what i mean well he he wasn't going into this job thinking it was just a job he went in with all of his all of his personality he went and took it these these new guards are just they need a paycheck or he needed a a career and a life Mm -hmm. so so i he that's just why he's good at his job and these people that are running this prison right now are not right and uh, Pearson, speaking of the ones running the company, um, Pearson, man, Pearson's got issues. But um, but Caputo goes to him and says that he wants his guys back full time with benefits. Mm-hmm. And Pearson claims the company will go out of business. Yeah, oh. which is always the first just a thing big pile is, of is oh no, we're poor. You know, we're broke. Whatever, but. Um, yeah, Whew, that's a whole ball of mess. But anyway, the reason that they that that Caputo was going to have that type of leverage is because Rice, what's her first name? Sarah. Sarah uh, got early release on accident <laughs> uh, through a mistake. Once again, a mistake because of this situation. Yeah, you've got these well, guards Sarah, that aren't trained letting this well, happen. Yeah, Sarah Rice got early release, but. Oh wait, who's so, the one? Who's the girl that left though? The meth yeah, head. Sa- the meth head that um, I forget her saw, name. Looks look like her, her. She looks like her, and she went through. Sarah Rice was supposed to get Angie. Out. Angie. Angie. Yes, yeah. and she didn't. And the guards don't know these prisoners. These guards need to like the the older guards can. I f- who says it? It's one of the guards is like I know exactly what's going to happen. I know when Suzanne's having an episode or just having a moment. Right. Like she. They just know these people in and out, and these yeah. new guards don't, so they let Angie go instead of Sarah Rice. Yes. And almost cause a huge issue. Well, and I they, feel like... Yeah, they it was, yeah, that was bad. Caputo cleans it up, and Caputo's like, listen, like it's only going to get worse from here. The yeah. way and, he yeah. cleans it up says everything about Caputo. I agree. Yeah. I agree. I loved he, how he handled Angie. I mean, he, he did have the authority to say, look, I can... Bring the guards in, and you're going to be in real trouble. Or get in the car. We're going back, and this yeah. didn't happen. Yeah. And I thought that was really interesting to see this guy who I think he tries to play by the rules, but he understands when it when somebody's because, a victim yeah. of a mistake. She well, and, was, and who else wouldn't have taken that? Yeah. And she didn't leave. She, she sat, sat there, there at the bus station because she was scared, and she's like, which sucks. It tells you that this character is going to be a recidivist. When she finally gets out, she's going to be right back in. She's scared, and you know, you can just, I think the moment where we can see exactly who Caputo is, where she says, just let me finish my soda, and he sits down next to her, and they finish soda, and then they go. Yeah. And, And, yeah, it's just so calm. There's no scene. There's no police. No handcuffs. He I'm sure if it was a different prisoner, it's uh, he knew he knows Angie. He right. knew it because he knows all the girls in there. Right. And he knew that if he just went and found her, that they could just go right back. Yeah, because well, they, they're not all going to react the way Angie reacted. No. Yeah, no. And, and Angie, she said she didn't, harmless. she didn't know where to go, and she said freedom feels weird. 
Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, that is so sad that this has now become, you know, for so many of them, they're normal. I, I do like that we didn't get Angie's backstory, but I do like that we got a storyline with Angie because she's yeah. been very much of a comedic character, a sideline character. Uh, Leanne got her moment to shine a couple of weeks ago, and she's had a season of scenes. This was really great. Like, this kind of defined, once again, like we've said this whole season, I'm looking at characters differently. I now have a different view of Angie, even when she walks around in the background. It -hmm. changes it. It, It's really good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I like how they wrote everything in, and even the little details are completely changing your view of these people that we've been watching for three years now. Yeah. 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 It's just like little nudges here and there that are really changing things. Uh, I also thought it was interesting to watch how I can't think of his name, the the human director. Danny. Danny Danny Harrison. The scene with Caputo and Danny Mm -hmm. was really interesting too because you're at this point starting to see that I I don't know if I mean Danny's a yes man and Danny's the boss's son and all that, but I think he's starting to see and he's caught between I'm going to be the corporate guy and uh oh what do we do and what's the right thing to do? Because is, is this the one where he goes to the board? No. Oh, was that last episode? Mm-hmm. Um, we're seeing the residual effects of that, though. Like, he's starting to absorb into this a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And before, he was playing a game. He was, like, being snarky and he was, like, manipulative. And it wasn't quite working. Now he's starting to see, like, we've got a real problem. And when... when I think he was the one that said, why don't we just go pick her up? And you could tell Caputo's like, you don't, wait a minute. All right, we're going to go pick her up. I thought that was really good because it was like it made sense for him. Mm-hmm. Boy, if they had gotten caught, though, oh, that would have been I know. the end oh of everybody. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Oh, Caputo would have been done. Caputo just realized that he's dealing essentially dealing with a child in Danny. He's not dealing with this yeah. man who can lead a prison he's dealing with somebody who's very new to this yeah, yeah. A, a, a child that has power which is kind of weird yeah it's, 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 scary. it's scary it's scary yeah. yeah and uh you know the the employees are trying to form their own union and um, that scene that ending scene had me laughing long after it was over you know the thing that bothers me is that once again he's making a choice that's going to ruin his life right because mm-hmm. they need him. He loves people to need him. And he wants to save everybody. That's why he had to jump in. You know what? But and they're he, wrong this too. is going to hurt him. They're wrong, too. By making him part of their thing, they can let him know what they're doing. But by making him part of their thing, they've lost their chip in the middle. Yeah. yeah. Now it's them against them. And you go, wait a minute. If you guys had let him stay separate. Right. And... Hear out what he has to say, but do your thing. But no, they can't lead without him. He now has to lead them. This could end up being, you know, if if the company doesn't want to deal with it. It's going to ruin his career. They just get rid of him. Yeah, he's the first one gone. Yeah. They'll mm-hmm. say you organized this. Right. I think these these guards are just trying to grab at something. They just need something because they're losing oh, everything, but they're totally. not doing it smart. 
They're not doing it the way that they should be doing it, but you can just see that they're just trying to find an answer and just grabbing at whatever straw they can find. And he's not doing it smart because he's risking his whole life again and saying, I will sacrifice my future for you right now. He wasn't, like he was resisting, but you're right. As soon as they started like, sad puppy, we need you, Mm -hmm. he can't resist. All right, I'm in. Right. It's like, oh, no. Yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't know if he's going to, I don't know. I don't see them getting very far. Oh, I don't think they're going to get very far. Uh, but he'd be the first to go. His head's on the chopping yeah. block. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, however, it, when that they go, scene, when they start singing, absolutely oh, killed me. That was absolutely, great. Oh, my God. It was so funny. When they started singing Les Mis, I died. Yes. I was like, they are not doing this song. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah. That was killed fantastic. Me. That's because of O'Neill and, and Bell. And they all knew the song. Yeah. It was so funny. So great. Oh, man. <laughs> so what else? Okay, let's see. Do you want to do, uh, we got Alex and Lolly. Alex is playing Lolly's game. Yeah, she told her she's a double, uh, CIA double CIA agent. agent. Yeah. Right. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I, so we know we know Lolly's thing. She apologize and everything, though, which is good after beating her. Yeah, she and, apologizes, but Alex is just like, okay, I'm going insane, and we're going to play her game as well. Yeah. Now, wait, and, wait. You're, you yeah. just said we know Lolly's game for sure. Last episode we, we were saying there sure. is that slight chance that this is a game. still a game. I, I do think that she is... Uh, paranoid schizophrenic or whatever it is. I really. I'm leaning that, more towards she's paranoid. Yeah, I think that what they're yeah maybe not schizophrenic but definitely paranoid. <laughs> what they were showing us at this point, I believe, is reality. Yes, I don't think there's any lie there. But I think there is a I, lie I have in this enough, prison. I have enough of a doubt. There's enough of a question in my mind that I am not saying that 100. percent I think. That I think I can say it like 90. percent <laughs> I think there's someone else in there. I will see your 90% and I'll raise you too. I I think that Alex's paranoia is real. I think there is a threat. Alex's paranoia is real. I don't know if Lolly is telling the truth. But I think that that we've now got Alex is going to get more comfortable thinking, wow, I really was being paranoid. And whatever's going to happen, something's going to happen here. Mm -hmm. That's what I personally think. I think something's going to happen. I don't think you can have a season arc without something happening. Right. I just don't think, I think Lolly is in her own world and is doing her own thing. And yeah. she's, well, Meg, she's just as scared as Alex is but Meg, for different reasons. You could make a point that for a season long arc of Alex's paranoia, that something did already happen, that that is essentially resolved because we're only three episodes from the end. Yeah, but we're three episodes from the end of a show that really just, takes you to the end. Mm-hmm. Think about how much could happen in three episodes. Yeah, especially. or one. I mean, well, or yeah, one, as, yeah. As we said, between this episode and the next episode, it feels like a year. Right. I don't think it's over. I just don't think it's Lolly. Yeah, I don't think it's Lolly either. So yeah. Alex goes and tells Piper about choking Lolly, and then they Piper lied to her about Stella. Yeah. Yeah. This is just all, their whole thing is just falling apart. Yeah, they're falling apart. Everything's falling apart. Piper um, is a train wreck. And Piper's killing me with this with this company because now she's searching for someone who's an organized crime. So she goes yeah. to Red <laughs> to help, <laughs> and Red's like, yeah, I'll do it for 10%, you know? And so they agree on 8%, but... Yeah, it it is it is become now she's looking for a cell phone and, and she's creating is, yeah. a whole crime network. 
And Alex is sitting here like, this is what prison gangs do. This is what I did to get into jail. Right. And, right. like, it's the most sense that Alex has made in this entire season. Right. And, and Piper's just like, yeah, but what if I did this? And Alex is like, are you serious? Like, well, I, this I, is what I did to get me in jail. I, and I, when I think- she says... And I love it when she says that she, when she tries to look for a phone and she's like, it's called, I forget what she says. And Alex is like, yes, I know I'm a drug dealer. And oh it all, oh, it's the most sense that Alex has made well, in the I, entire season. I think that what we've seen is the internal redemption of Alex because she mm-hmm. came back to prison. She wasn't doing anything, but all that fear and everything, she ends up back in prison. Now she's got the fear and I think it's broken that part of her that wants to do these things. Right. I don't know if it's broken that part. I can totally see Alex getting out of this and needing to do something within the realm of organizing. Well, organizing, but I don't don't see her going back to the crime world. I think that she's I'm not sure yet. Oh, I think she got scared enough with this Kubra guy. I think she's scared. I definitely think she's scared enough, but I can see her going into a different drug ring to be protected. Or doing her own. Or doing her own thing. I don't think she fits into the business world that isn't illegal. However, I can see her looking I can see her looking at Piper and saying, This is this is what are you doing? Like this is why I'm in jail because Piper definitely does not have what it takes Mm -hmm. to do what Alex did in the world. Yeah, Piper was a mole. That's all she was. That's all she was. She was a mule. But you know what? I, yeah. I, I I do disagree. I think watching Alex, that Alex is is done with that. When she said, "This is how I ended up in here," she full is fully self aware, and I think that she's reached that point. Like when I'm out of here, enough. And she could go into any type of business. I mean, let's face it. You're you're making it sound like like. Uh, Everybody in corporate America is, you know, not a criminal. And let's face it, uh, a lot of them end up in white-collar prison because they do these activities. It's just a matter of getting caught. Alex could very well go into, you know, the banking industry or, you know, whatever. And, and yeah, she may not be doing outward illegal things, but she could be working the system because she can't help it. Mm-hmm. But she's not. It's yeah. very different from doing that than, than saying, all right, I'm going to be moving drugs from here to here. Mm-hmm. I can see her. The only the only way I can see her getting back into this criminal life would be to get protection. Yeah, I can't see her that running, sense. going into a business and being completely sane and just falling into corporate America. Mm-hmm. I can see her. I can see her being like that for maybe a month or two, but then getting the taste of her old life and completely falling back into it. I could see her starting her own. Yeah, I could see her being the CEO of her own company, I not could see a bad her company. A podcasting network. Because... I, I, I know. <laughs> yeah, we would hire her. No, yeah. um, but but I think that I, you know, I could definitely see her doing a, a legit business that's her own, um, but not working for somebody else. Mary Kay is a wonderful option yeah, for no. Alex. She does so, like eyeliner. Um, so Piper, so she's creating this whole crime network and it feels to me very real. It feels, I totally see Piper doing this Yes, and, and thinking, no, no, this is legit. I'm a businesswoman. Like I'm just doing this. Like she's so clueless as she's so clueless. I don't think she thinks it's illegal other than the fact that she's doing it from prison. Right. Cause she said, 
these panties, what we're using are scripts. They're getting right. thrown away. That What's illegal about she's that? She's making excuses for everything, and she's also in her own little prison bubble. Yes. She's like, I'm already in jail. What more they, can they do to me? Right. So she's very much doing that, but it's very illegal, Piper. Yes. Yeah. And and so the, the uh, Flocka started an uprising. Yeah. And so yeah. Piper agreed to start paying $8 a pair to the women for wearing the the panties and then she fired Flocka. Right. So we had we saw her first real that was, boss move. Yeah, that was a boss move too cuz she she that, made the agreement yeah. and then turned to Flocka and said, "You're done. Now you're done." Which is what's going to happen to Caputo right. if, when this all goes down. Exactly. They're sort of living parallel yeah. existences in a way in a very <laughs> well, strange bizarre way. Well, I said the girls way. started to form a union. Yeah. The girls got together and were like, "We're not doing this until we get this." And it worked because it's small and their boss is Piper. Yeah. <laughs> and they're in prison. Yeah. But Piper's not completely sane anymore. Right. And it it has to do partially that Alex has completely lost it. Yeah. And that Stella's well, they, in, And know, they break up. They do break Alex up. Alex breaks up with her. And I was very but happy about that because she really I was happy needed. Too. She doesn't need to be around this. Right. Piper I is a hot too. mess right now. They're all a hot mess. Yeah. Both of them individually. But Al, but Piper is, is in a you're going to extend your prison sentence and yeah. and cause a lot of trouble for a lot of people hot mess. Alex is just kind of self-destructing. Yes. There's a mm-hmm. big difference <laughs> between the two, but yeah. um all but right. Well, when um when one of them says, I forget when they're like, are you broken up? Is it this episode where they yeah. she says they broke up. Where she says, are we even it might not be this episode. Oh, okay. Right. I don't know. I'll say it next time. <laughs> are you sure? Okay. Because we can't verify. Or <laughs> we cannot verify. Spoilers are off the table. Um, so, all right. One of the um, one of the things that's that's really hard for me right now is this campaign against Sophia. Yes. And yeah. Daya's mom is starting this sort of uh, uh, undermining and go and and putting ideas in people's heads that. She's still a man. You know, she's strong like a man. She shouldn't be in here. We're all in danger. And putting all that, putting that fear in people's minds. And Does it feel out of place for anyone else in this show? What do you mean? The storyline, it's a very real storyline. It happens. It's very relevant. But in this show where they were all community and they're all getting their hair done by Sophia and they're all together, it just feels... So fake, this fear that she's a man, that she's doing, like, it just feels so fake. You well, know the what? The fact I, that it's surfacing now. That does. it's surfacing now. If it surfaced in season one, different story. Yeah. It's the fact that we're three years in, we know this community, we know these women, and that this fear, I get it that it's not, it's not the surface or it's not the heart of the reason. They're angry because of the two kids. However, that the real fear is, oh, she's a man. She's going to beat us up. She's in a wrong prison. It just doesn't feel natural with these characters. You know what? I have been in enough groups of women uh, who have, when, when there's something that you get one person who just keeps putting these ideas out there and mm-hmm. just keeps sort of twisting the reality Sophia did hurt people 
Yeah. She didn't hurt them first. Well, some, yes, sometimes she did. Like when she pushed Gloria, you know, but, but she, she, uh, Sophia was reacting uh, physically and she is. She got pushed by Gloria first. Okay. But the fact of the matter is people do do this and they respond not necessarily with critical thinking, but with, oh, oh, she does do that. Oh, she is bigger than all of us. Oh, wait a second. She's got testosterone. You know, like she's not a woman. And why is she in this prison? And it's and it all of a sudden light bulbs start going on in people's heads. Like, why mm-hmm. haven't I not thought of this before? Oh, and it feels like new ideas and it feels like it's real. And 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 it can turn a whole population of people very quickly and so it does feel very real to me because i've seen it happen in just normal day-to-day organizations and things like that where one person actually i totally see your point i totally see your point i can see it now yeah um i was thinking that it was a little fast the way it started to turn but now that you're saying it marth i can think of a very specific situation that matches this exactly where everything was rosy and then click one person one bad apple started causing trouble mm-hmm. so, so and, and it turned very quickly so that makes and a it lot makes of sense. people start to go back and rewrite their history with that person and so every individual now is going back and going well wait a second i noticed it one time when yeah. she she said this, or she was aggressive, or what do you think of that? And, oh, and why doesn't she do this? And you start rewriting your story with that person because that other person is putting this doubt in your mind. Yeah. And it makes you go back and question everything. And you don't necessarily see it in reality. You see it in the way that this person is spinning it. But, mm-hmm. um, but it's... And it's happening... In a, in a certain way, with so with uh, so so, um, because Leanne is just terrorizing. Yeah, she's this girl, You know, and so so for sure. And and so so is people are kind of just going, yeah, but it's so so. You're supposed to treat her like crap. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. it's it's not the same thing exactly, but it's you start to see that sort of mob mentality of. Well, she's she's no longer a human in our eyes. She's no longer somebody that that anyone needs to step step up for or or be nice to. And it's and it sort of becomes this mob mentality of of she's not a human being, and they see her as the one person is painting her. So I don't yeah. know, but um, it's yeah. I find the Soso storyline troubling. It is. It's very yeah. unsettling and and hard to watch. And like Leanne tripping her, and um, you know, I and, feel like the worst part was when they when she cut her hair. Yes, like absolutely. that was just too far. That was and and such a violation. And the fact that yeah. she was sleeping and to wake up and just be like, I'm not. I can't even sleep. Like, what? Where else is there um, comfort or rest or escape? Right. In that mm-hmm. prison, except if, when you're sleeping, you know, if they can finally just eke out a few hours of sleep. And now Soso has taken, has had that taken from right. her. Right. She's got Leanne sitting there staring at her and knowing that she violated her. It's awful. 
I, I've been saying it each episode. So, so is worrying me every yeah. episode. Yeah, very yep. much, very much. Um, so I think we, we really need to talk about something light, light here for a second. Um, but we have got Wanda reading Suzanne's writing <laughs> and dear God, I died. It was so funny. <laughs> And and she realizes that Donaldson is the admiral. Donaldson is, is cock, cock rocker, whatever his name. Is. Whatever cocker. it is. Um, Rod Cocker. Rod Cocker. I always get it backwards. Um, <laughs> the time home saga. Oh my gosh! But I just die that she's sitting there, you know. And then it's like, wait, give me that back. I'm still, you know, I'm not finished yet. But um, but that is that's cracking me up. That now the staff and you do see how it bleeds. You know, there there becomes such a blurred line between the the staff and the and the inmates. Yeah, and it's so the writing in, in this episode. It's the writing that crosses over. Yeah, yeah. so funny, and uh, it's really funny. Um, and and Suzanne is quitting. She doesn't want to write anymore, and um, and she talks a little bit about V, and she's like. You know, V treated me like a person, and everyone else thinks I'm a joke. And and you really get a good glimpse into that because so much when with Suzanne, you think she's not self aware. You think she's not that she's not act. She's just sort of going along, and that's what the girls thought too. They were like, "Well, you were just, you know, you were just following her blindly." And she's like, "No, she was nice to me. She was yeah. the only one who treated me like a person." Well, yeah, I mean, we know that it was manipulation, but I can see that. And if you think about that first episode with V from last year when she, Suzanne was just, like, everyone was done with her being nuts. Mm -hmm. And remember, they were so mean to her, and then V is the Mm -hmm. one that said, she knew I can use this, and she acted all nice. Now, was was it truthful? I don't think so. Mm -hmm. But it, it changed Suzanne's life. It changed yes. her position in that prison even now. Now those girls talk to her. Now mm-hmm. she's got friends. She had nobody for a while. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So well, now she, I, I can see why she's like that. Yeah, now she has a place to fit in and the fact that she thinks that people only like her because of her story just shows a lot of she's worried that she's not going to have a place after the story's over. Right. right. And now that it was confiscated and there's all this drama, she's thinking it's easier to just get rid of the story. Yes. It grew a lot bigger than just having something to do. Yes. Right. And, uh, uh, okay, so the last thing that we haven't talked about is Boo and Doggett. I keep saying this over and over, that this story, before the events that happened in last episode and this episode, the friendship between Boo and Doggett is so well written that we don't notice it enough to write 18 million articles about it. Right. Because Brilliant. if you think about it, there's really not a lot of articles about this friendship. Yeah. And the friendship However, is amazing. And their it's chemistry. So, it is so well oh, written. Oh. It is so well written. And two and, of the the least likely to have ever put yeah, up. It is so beautifully done. Yeah. That every time I see it, even though it is hard to watch, it is it's a very well written story arc. And it is, it's one of the best that I will always remember. I agree yeah. with you. I keep saying it's so well done that we don't notice it as much as we pretty much should. But yeah. because of that, 
if, if it was if it was something we did notice a thousand percent and publicize and wrote all these articles about it wouldn't be as beautifully done as it is currently. Yeah. Does that make sense? It totally does. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I, you know, when, when she walks up and Doggett, I, I wanted to cry so freaking hard when Doggett was laying there in pain and curled up and, and Doggett says, you know, what is going on? And she sees the bruises and, and, oh. Boo's the bruises was and, amazing. And Doggett is rationalizing. And then Boo comes back later and just tough loves all over her and just is mm-hmm. like, oh, really? You like this? Oh, yeah, here's a soda. You know, like whatever. Like doing this whole thing. She's like, come on, that's what you do, right? And and broke her down. Yeah. Oh, man. And, but but the, it was so necessary. Was like astounding. It was they so didn't necessary. hold anything back when writing no. this. Thank God. Yeah. They didn't hold anything back. It's it's just, it is what it is. And they're doing it really well. Yeah. Yeah. We, we, you know, I, I think it was the last episode you were talking about people that won Emmys for this. I think Boo and Doggett would be two that I would look at this year and say, how do you not? Right. I mean. it's I, I have a feeling, like, that's how cow. we're saying it. Where how yeah. do you not give it to them? Mm-hmm. And, I mean, sadly... It, it, it's such it's so political in Emmy land over yeah, there. Yeah, sure. But you know but, what? If if, yeah. if I was producing a movie or anything, I mean, you know, obviously people that that, that are producing movies, they look at people from shows and other movies, and they go, mm-hmm. "I'd love to work with that person. They're so good," or whatever. These guys, these two, I, I'd be like, "How do I make a property for these two? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, it, they, I, they're just unbelievable. So good. Yeah. Yeah, and Doggett has, ha, I mean, that actress has has transformed this character oh, my from God. season one to now. It's like there is so much depth to her character and there is so much, I, and, I don't know, yeah, and, and when again, she acts with, the way she acts with Charlie, the way the way she acts with Boo, I mean, it's like there's just so the, the much there. real. So much but there. But Boo is yeah. the same way. I watch Boo and I'm just like, I mean, it's it's amazing because that could be a one note caricature, and it is so far from that. Yes, I agree. And this season, they've made it even deeper, where it's like I I could watch Boo all yes, day. I agree. Yeah, and the, I, yeah, I lost what I was going to say. Just give me a Boo and Dog at spinoff, like a cop show. <laughs> I want like a, a 30, see. A 30 I I just show. like them so much that I just yeah. I've been given just enough of them yeah. to just really enjoy this story even I if agree. it's hard but that's that's what television stories are they're not all sun, sunshine and rainbows right however this it's just it it's well done it's realistic they didn't hold anything back and i hope other shows are taking note of it in in light of the emmys i don't know if they're going to get anything mm-hmm. because of a, how subdued this story is, how well it fits into, I know it's counteracting exactly what I just said, but it falls right into this show mm-hmm. and this storyline so well it fits like a puzzle piece. Yeah, It just is well done and for such a heavy story, I'm really surprised at how well done it is mm-hmm. within, like, we're laughing one scene and then we're talking about this story in the other scene Yeah, that I don't know that and the politics of Emmys. Yeah. I don't know if they're going to get anything, but they're definitely they're definitely noticed. Well, on our personal Emmy show right here, on, <laughs> on our podcast. They're we, called the Flemmies. They, our Flemmy goes to Boo and Doggett. 
season. Oh my god. No, it's not. Oh boo! Oh, that's so bad. <laughs> oh wait, I just said oh boo. That was even That was an accident. It's one pun. All right, let's oh, end it's there. Horrifying. Because now it's it's going bad here. All right, is that it? Yeah. Meg, yeah. you good? I'm good. All right. Well, thank you for listening, everybody. Uh, this has been uh, the Orange is the New Black podcast. You can find our past episodes at our website, which is www.southgatemediagroup.com. Uh, you can find us on. Twitter and Tumblr and Instagram. I don't know if we are, we're on everything. We're on everything. Whatever. I just don't know if yeah, we do look it all. around. Uh, but look for Southgate us. Media Group. Look for Orange is the New Black Podcast. We're on Facebook. I know we're there. Uh, and people do write to us, which is fun. Uh, let's give our Twitter handles. I'm at our Southgate. The show is at Orange Podcast. Martha? I'm at SMG Pods. And Meg? I'm at M. E oh my god, I just saw <laughs> you your name. <laughs> there was a noise in my apartment. And I just Shiny object and it distracted you. <laughs> oh. oh man, it completely distracted me. M E G G H eleven. Okay then. Well, that was the shining moment of the episode. Right <laughs> <laughs> and, it's uh, always more embarrassing when you use oh it. It's goodness. your actual name. Uh, it completely yeah. just everything shut down. Everything <laughs> lost. And I was like, what am I doing? <laughs> Apparently oh you didn't have enough sleep. Oh. Uh, I did not know. And Meg, uh, why don't you plug what, what else you do? Oh, I am part of the TVJunkies.com. It's a great site. Go check it out. TV news, TV reviews, all of that. Cool. And I got one more thing I want to plug uh, because we still have time. This is going up before the weekend. Uh, for those of you that are listening later, this is the, the Saturday is August 1st, 2015. We are holding, Southgate Media Group is holding a 12-hour podcast marathon. Live. Live at the Blue Box Cafe in Elgin. For those of you that aren't in Elgin that can't make it, you can watch it on, well, hopefully it'll all be Or working. I would say aren't in the Chicago area. Yes, aren't in the Chicagoland area. Because anyone from uh, We will be streaming it live on our website. So if you just go to the, the homepage for southgatemediagroup.com, uh, it'll be on there uh, through YouTube Live, Google Hangout, Periscope, hopefully, Meerkat, and Twitch. Hopefully all of those will be streaming it live throughout the entire day. Here's the deal. We are doing it as a fundraiser for a kid from Elgin who, he's a 10-year-old boy, has ADHD, he's autistic, and he has stage 4 brain cancer. And we are holding raffles throughout the day. There's a GoFundMe on our website for this family. We're just trying to support them and draw awareness to the situation. So if you like these podcasts, if you think, wow, I don't, but I'd like to support this. Please go to the website. <laughs> I no longer like this <laughs> yes, podcast, but I do uh, like 10-year-old boys and, that and need help. share yeah. it with people. Tell your friends. Get people to at least go on and give something for this. Uh, but we will be doing I mean, we've got a whole mixed bag of stuff all day. Uh, it's going to be a raffles, lot of fun. Yeah, we've got raffles, auction. silent auction. Well, but the people at home can't necessarily do that, mm -hmm. but they can donate on the GoFundMe. Yes. So this is just a, a big thing. We really hope that you can uh, jump in there. Even if you can watch for a couple of minutes, it'd be fun for you to see what we're doing because we do these every Saturday night. Uh, it's a great opportunity, and it's from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. Central. So there you go. I got it all out. Oh, and you can see it at the website. So it's southgatemediagroup.com. No, nope, oh. hold on. Slash podcast marathon 2015. All one word. Got it? Got it. Got it. All right. 
So uh, that ends the Flemmies for this season. Uh-huh. Thanks for listening, everybody. We will be back with the next episode. That was a terrible ending. Oh, what can it I always say? Are. That's it. That's right. a perfect ending now. M-E. <laughs> no, she didn't get the E. <laughs> I believe. I believe I'll go back home. I, there was a noise, and I like literally thought we were gonna. I the, I, it was this noise that I was like, the fire alarm's gonna go off. What's happening? Completely uncontrollably lost every memory of what I was doing. And how to spell your name? That was awesome. Yes. Oh, poor Meg.